Good morning. I'm Arjun Singh from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, December 31st. James is out for the holidays, but I'll be here instead with the stories you need to know. In today's news, the Trump administration leaves final steps of mass vaccination to beleaguered states, and Republican Senator Josh Hawley says he plans to contest the certification of the Electoral College vote in favor of Joe Biden. But first, the big idea. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said that he would not be bullied into allowing a vote that would send $2,000 checks to most Americans, but offered Democrats a Faustian bargain. As my colleagues Tony Rahm and Karun Demersian report, with only days left on the Senate calendar, the majority leader said Wednesday that there wasn't enough time to vote on the House bill that would send the checks. Instead, McConnell proposed bundling the checks with two other proposals, one that would study election fraud in the 2020 election, and another that would curb legal protections for technology companies. Democrats said no such package would pass and accused McConnell of effectively killing a bill that made odd bedfellows of President Trump, several Senate Republicans, and congressional Democratic leadership who threw their support behind the $2,000 payments. McConnell's decision could have broad political repercussions. Just a day before President Trump said it would be a, quote, death wish, unquote, for Republicans not to boost the stimulus payments. For McConnell, it could be his last decision as majority leader. As the temperature went up this week in Washington, Democrats and Republicans kept their attention on two Senate runoff races in Georgia that could remake the balance of power in the Senate. If Democrats capture both seats, they will take control of the chamber. But if Republicans hold on to just one seat, he will remain majority leader. This week, though, McConnell has the upper hand in the chamber. Incensed Democratic leadership urged McConnell to bring the House bill to the Senate floor for a vote. They were joined by Republican Senator Josh Hawley, who has previously said that there are enough votes for the House bill to pass, though the number of lawmakers who have backed the checks publicly appears to be less than that. But with only four days left on the legislative calendar, there is little time for negotiations, and while the Senate grapples with the issue of sending stimulus checks, McConnell is also focused on overriding President Trump's veto of the national defense budget, a process that is more complicated as Senator Bernie Sanders has threatened to slow down the process in an effort to force a vote on stimulus checks. Yet, while Sanders' efforts might make for a photo finish with senators scrambling at the last minute to override the veto, it is all but assured that when the Senate reaches the final defense bill vote, it will pass, just as Mitch McConnell hoped it would. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, the largest immunization campaign in U.S. history is off to a slow start, dimming hopes at the end of a dismal year of an imminent return to normal. In some places, the vaccination campaign, among the most complex logistical efforts undertaken in peacetime, has been marked by chaos and confusion. Many medical workers who believe they should have priority access are finding that inoculation remains elusive. And most states moved into the third week of immunization, not yet beginning to get shots to long-term care facilities, which have been epicenters of infection. The result is the delayed administration of vaccines during the deadliest month of the pandemic so far. As of Wednesday, 12.4 million doses had been distributed nationally, while 2.6 million had been administered, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Those figures, which Trump administration officials insist lag behind the actual number of vaccinations, mean just 1 in 125 Americans have received an initial shot of protection. In Israel, which began its immunization campaign nearly a week after vaccinations got underway in the United States, about 1 in 20 residents have received a shot. The reasons for the slow start in the United States include a chronic lack of public health funding and the absence of unified communication about the vaccines and their availability. 
each state is deciding for itself how to prioritize residents, how to alert people of their place in line, how to sign them up, how to police eligibility, how to promote vaccine acceptance, how to configure immunization sites, and how to muster the workforce to get it all done. President Trump's approach furnishing the states with vaccines but leaving them largely alone to conduct vaccination is at odds with how President-elect Joe Biden is vowing to govern. The Trump administration, which initially promised several hundred million vaccine doses in 2020, is on the brink of missing even its revised target of 20 million doses distributed by year's end with enough in reserve for booster shots several weeks later. The logistics will grow more complicated as states next week begin handling booster shots, which must be administered 21 days after the initial dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. The two doses are spaced 28 days apart for Moderna's vaccine, the second to gain regulatory clearance in the United States. Additional vaccines could become available in the coming weeks, including a single-dose regimen developed by Johnson & Johnson. Number 2. President Trump and his allies are poised to make one more attempt to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election on January 6th. On Wednesday, Republican Senator Josh Hawley announced that he will object next week when Congress convenes to certify the Electoral College vote before Joe Biden's victory is cemented. My colleagues John Wagner and Rosalind Helderman report Congress will gather next week in a joint session where Vice President Pence as the presiding officer will read aloud the results of this month's Electoral College vote, confirming Biden won the November election. By law, if any member of the House joined by a senator objects to the Electoral College slates, both chambers must debate and then vote on the contest. But the challenge will inevitably fail because Democrats hold a majority in the House. Plus, while the results will be challenged, several Republican senators have already publicly affirmed Biden's victory. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell had urged senators not to take up the president's cause, conceding the move will ultimately fail, but could drag out the process through lengthy debate and ultimately force their members to take an awkward vote. Hawley, whose name has been floated as a 2024 presidential contender, is certain to find favor with President Trump's base, but other Republicans are concerned that forcing them to take an up-or-down vote effectively to display their loyalty to the president could be politically toxic. Speaking to reporters last week, Senator John Thune, the Senate's number two Republican, said in the Senate the effort would, quote, go down like a shot dog. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, December 31st. Thanks for listening. I'm Arjun Singh. We're off for New Year's Day tomorrow, but we'll talk to you on Monday.